0: Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality with me, your host, Pastor Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win in life. With the power of your words, and you can win in life. And then you you were born to win in life. You you were born to win. I was explaining to someone, it's really mentoring someone uh, not long ago. It's just really. I was telling him you have the makeup to win. You were born to win. I mean, there are something like a billion sperm released when a man and a woman come together. I'm sorry to start the show so explicit. I don't mean to be explicit, but out of the billion, you're the one that made it. You're the one that found the way into the egg so you have a winning mentality inside of you you were born to win you were born to overcome and when you are born again if you were born to win the first time when you are born again you were born for victory amen jesus is an overcomer and because jesus is an overcomer you overcome sorry why, why where did that come from where did that come on pastor come on come on but what i'm trying to say is that you were born to win amen but what's in you will come out of you and as a man thinketh in his heart so is he so it's important to get your mind right because when you get your mind right then you'll get your words right and and when you get your words right your words are directing your world the bible says in hebrews chapter 11 that your words are, by your words are creating the world it said The worlds were framed by the word of God. So if God framed this world by the word of God, we also, because we are supposed to be imitators of God, are framing our world by our words. Amen. So we've got to be careful what we speak. When Joshua was going into the land, he said, listen, I brought Moses out. I brought the children out by miracles, signs and wonders. But for you, Joshua, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. The Jewish translation there is mutter. You shall meditate, mutter, speak, amen, when day and night and not just want to do it, but observe to do it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success proverbs 18 um we know uh, the bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof so we've got to be careful what we speak because whether we like it or not whether we speak death that's what we're going to get when we speak life that's what we're going to get negative or positive we are going to eat the fruit of what we speak job said that we shall decree a thing <clears throat> and it shall come to pass jesus said in the new testament mark 11 23 24 which is really the verse of scripture that um, birthed the book that i wrote many years the power of words the win mentality mark 11 i tell you not concerning the fig tree if you have faith and doubt not but believe that those things that you say shall come to pass and shall not doubt in your heart but believe those things you shall have whatever you say so we've got to be careful of the things that we speak amen because whether we like it or not our words have power negative or positive our words have power and today i want to help someone out today i want to help a lot of people out uh, in regards to the power of words we speak i want to turn to matthew chapter 8 i mean it's a well-known scripture jesus had just come down from the mount amen the beatitudes amen as you know in matthew 5 6 7 and he's come down and he's done a lot of teaching and now he's come down, and he's met first of all with a leper who came and worshipped him. And as you know, leprosy was um, highly scorned, very contagious. No one wanted to go near them. You had to declare yourself unclean. Um, you as an outcast. So not only are you dealing with the physical sickness, you're dealing with the emotional side of rejection because nobody wants to come near you. No one wants to be associated with you. You are literally alone. You're just with other outcasts who also may have leprosy. Also, <coughs> sorry. And and he comes and he worships Jesus, amen. And he says, Will will you make me clean? And Jesus says something so powerful, and it's throughout the whole New Testament when you look through the synoptic gospels. When you look through, it, Jesus said, I will. He's always willing to heal. I want to let you know he still heals today. If people got a problem with healing, please just come and see me. God is still healing today, He's still setting people free today. Amen. And he touches him and he said, I will and said straight away he was cleansed of the leprosy straight away amen so i just want to encourage someone whatever you're going through jesus still heals today amen so we just honor the holy spirit because without him i can do nothing amen so he's about to just go into encouragement encouraging you in the power of words and then after this the bible says and when jesus entered into capernaum matthew 8 verse 5 when jesus entered into capernaum there came unto him a centurion a man Centurion man is a uh, was a Roman, man, and not he was just a Roman, he wasn't a soldier, he was a Centurion, so he was a league captain over what, hundred believe. Centurion and so he wasn't just a small man, he, he had he had put in his work. he, yeah, he had gone to battle, he, he was overseeing men, he he, he was under men, and overseeing men. And He worked for Rome, so he was a oppressor of the Jewish people, but he heard something about Jesus so we've got to ask ourselves what are people hearing about Jesus? People need to see the demonstration of the power of God. This centurion didn't go to the Roman the Roman cathedrals or the Roman um whatever they had their idols or their houses of pagans he said i've heard something about this jesus and i know that he can heal there's something about this jesus that's different to all the other rabbis but i need to come to jesus he came him being the oppressor came to the people he's oppressed but he came to someone totally different he came to jesus beseeching him saying lord my servant is at home sick of the palsy grievously tormented so he loved his servant but he knew that something could be done if he just got to jesus grievously tormented and he said and jesus said unto him i will come and and heal him so this jesus is always willing i want to let you know he's always willing when they cry the bible says the righteous cry and the lord hears him and he delivers them out of all their troubles he's always willing to heal amen when they cry unto him when you call unto him he said i will answer he's always willing to heal so he said i will come and heal him i will come here i am i'm available i'm not too busy i want to let you know he's never too busy jesus said i will come and heal him and the centurion stops him verse 8 said the centurion answered and said lord I'm not worthy that thou should come under my roof. And in regards to, uh, listen, I'm a gentile. You're a Jew. I'm, I'm just not worthy. I'm, it's, I'm the oppressor. You're the oppressed. I mean, I'm not worthy. You should come. I'm, I've done a lot of things that I'm not proud of, and man, I've killed people. I've, I'm, I'm a, I, I don't know. But he, he knew he was not worthy, and man, he knew the Jewish customs that they don't. But another version says he loved the Jewish people. He had built them a synagogue. Um, i believe in luke's version but he said i'm not worthy that i should come under my roof but speak the word only speak the word only and my servant shall be healed so he knew listen to me he knew the authority that he had and the next verse goes says, because i'm a centurion said lord he said i'm not worthy i'm a man under authority having soldiers under me. So I'm under authority and I have authority. I say to this man, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. So he knew the power of authority. He knew that, listen, he's under Caesar. And if Caesar wanted to go to war with another country or another nation or another kingdom, Caesar just needs to speak the word. He says, I want my troops. We're declaring war. Now, Caesar does not have to go to the battle lines and ensure that his soldiers are going to fight. Caesar just needs to speak a word only and it'll be passed down to the generals, to the lieutenants, to the centurions. To now, let's get our battle formations. We are going to war. He knew that anybody in authority just needs to speak, just so himself, because he takes authority and he uses his authority. So he knew the power of the words that men of authority speak. And he saw the authority that Jesus possessed. And you must now see the authority that you possess, that when you speak, things happen so i want to let you know there is power in the words that you speak because you have the greater one living inside of you christ jesus the hope of glory so you've got to understand there's power in the words that you speak he recognized authority And you have to recognize the authority that you possess, that's deep down in you, that's in the power of your words. Jesus marveled at this man. He marveled at this man's faith. He marveled knowing that this man knew the power of faith that many Jewish people did not know. But yet this man exhibited faith because Jesus was willing to come. But he said, No, you don't have to come. I'm, I'm just not worthy. I don't want you to come. But all I know, all you need to do is speak. And concerning your situation, dear listener, all you need to do is speak concerning the situation that you're going through, whether it's sickness. Whether it's disease, whether it's financial problems, marital problems, God is saying, I want you to use the power of your word. He said, Speak the word only. And God is saying the same thing to us this morning. He's saying, All you need to do is speak the word only. Stop speaking your words. Stop speaking failure. Stop speaking defeat. Stop speaking the things contrary to the word of God. Oh, it will never happen. Oh, I'll never pass my exams. Oh, I'll never get this contract. Oh, I'll never make it. Out of poverty. Oh, things will never change. Things will change. But you've got to start speaking in line with God's word. Amen. You've got to start lining up your words with heaven's words. The psalmist says, Bless these angels that do his will, hearkening to the voice of his word. Amen. But people say, Okay, hearkens to the voice of his word. Who speaks his word? We do. He so it says, bless you the Lord, you angels that hearken to the voice of his word. So when we speak, angels hearken. So start employing our angels. We've really got to start speaking what God wants us to speak. When you feel you cannot make it, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. And you may have made this type of teaching before, but I've got to reinforce the authority that you have on the inside. And it has to be on the inside first before it can come on the outside. You've got to now soak yourself with the word of God. No matter what happens in your life, it's only the word of God that comes out of you. I'm going to say that again. You've got to begin to soak yourself and immerse yourself totally in the word of God. So when things happen and situations take place, it's only the word of God that's going to come out of you. It's only faith that's going to come out of you because you're going to need this type of teaching when the trials of life hit your life. When situations come upon you and you feel you cannot deal with and you're like, where did this come from? What are we going to start doing? Are you going to be like the children of Israel that are going to start murmuring and complaining about their situation that they've got no water and got no food and instead of having faith that the God that brought them through Egypt and kept them from the 10 plagues, killed all the firstborn. Amen. of the house of Egypt brought them through the Red Sea and then crushed their enemies when they tried to follow them? Are they going to remember the miracles or are they going to start complaining when they don't see what they want to see? No, God is causing us to remember. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. He never changes. And God is saying, I want you to put your faith in me. I want you to put your faith in me and I want you to start aligning your words with my words. Speak the word only with God. There is nothing shall be in. Impossible. Speak the word only. This time, if you're barren, or if you're looking for a child, you and your husband, or you and your wife, you're you, you believing God for a child, believe it. This time, this year, you shall embrace a child in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. all the inflation is up. Oh, mortgage prices are high. Now is not a good time to buy a house. Now is a good time to buy a house because I want to let you know there is no inflation in heaven. Amen. Your father owns a cattle on the thousand hills. The gold is his and the Silver is his. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. So I don't care what the inflation is saying. I don't care what the news is saying. I don't, what the Dow Jones is saying. Listen to me. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we go knowing that, listen to me. If God said it, I'm going to do it. And that settles it. But he said, speak the word only. And this is what I want you to carry away with you. That listen, when times get hard and situations look dim, the centurion jesus said speak the word only centurion just wanted jesus to just speak the word only that's all i want you to do just speak the word so if you're going through sickness in your body and the doctors are saying one thing the physicians are saying one thing and the health experts are saying another thing you've got to speak what god says by his stripes i am healed peter said you were healed past tense amen i wish above all that may prosper and be in good health, even as I so, prosperous. Amen. You've got to speak what God wants you to speak. He said, "Oh God, maybe God wants me to stay in this job, or want me to stay in this one-bedroom apartment, or want me to stay, uh, you know, just little in a job just above broke." No, He says, "No, no, no." He takes pleasure. In the prosperity of his servants. Amen. But the Bible says. The New Testament says. We call us sons. And he calls us friends. So if he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. How much more is sons. And join heirs with Christ. Oh you of little faith. God wants us to prosper. Amen. God wants so much for us. He said. I know the plans that I think towards you thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end and sometimes you need these scriptures because when life throws these darts at you the enemy can start throwing these lies and deception and try and say oh god don't love you why are you going through this if he was going through this oh god and he'll say all these kind of things contrary to the voice of god but this is when you now have to believe god's word and confess god's word it is so important, I was ministering to a young man, and it's so important that when we're going through the hard times in life, people need to understand they have to open up their mouth, I'm going to say that again, when you're going through hard times in life, it's important to open up your mouth, because when people are going through depression, they begin to go quiet, they stop speaking, and you know why? because we're not speaking they're doing more thinking and most of the time they're giving place to the enemy and the enemy's thoughts but when you begin to open up your mouth and they declare god's word i let people know i've got a teaching that when you're under attack you have to open your mouth when you are under attack you must open up your mouth you must what God wants you to speak amen you've got to speak everything contrary to what the enemy is throwing against your mind because the mind is the battleground so you have to open up your mouth the victory is in your mouth you must speak what God wants you to speak the victory is in your mouth but back to the centurion Jesus marveled at this man's faith he said I've been around but I've never seen faith like this and maybe it's because it's the man's occupation that given gave him a better insight to authority and what authority needs. Authority doesn't need to go and do. When a king sits on his throne and he makes a decree, he says, I want this done and I, can, I decree that this shall be done. He doesn't have to go and make sure it's getting done when he makes a decree. There are people now at his service that will make sure what he has spoken comes to pass. And I want to let you know that according to the word of God, that we are kings and priests with God. So when you're a king, you make decrees. Amen. So when you speak, things happen. So listen to me, you've got to know the power that you possess is in your mouth. So if you're going through our times, you start speaking victory. You know that you're more than an overcome through Christ which loves you. He is the God that always causes us to triumph so if you're going through the battle i want to let you know that the battle is already won amen victory is your portion and even when you pray i tell people listen we don't pray for victory we pray from a place of victory so be careful to always know that listen we have to have a victory mindset amen we have to have an authority mindset use your authority this centurion knew Jesus marveled at this man's faith he marvels. so when we get the revelation that when we speak things happen and we've got to be careful because this is either good or bad so we've got to be careful that we don't let situations cause us to now really confess the negative and say oh nothing ever good happens to me oh no please don't don't say that don't say that because now y- you've got nothing good happening in your life. But you've got to live with a spirit of expectation. I'm favoured of the Lord. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm special in the eyes of the Lord. Oh, things are happening and God is working on my behalf. Amen. So we've got to be careful not to confess the negative. Amen. Because if we just speak the word only, <laughs> then we've got to be careful that whatever we're speaking lines up with God's word. You have authority on the inside. But you've got to know that when you speak, things happen so you got to be careful that you speak positive over your wife over your husband amen That you speak positive over your children over your family there were times when my son was young he's a he's a, a big man he's a well, he's in his 20s now early 20s now when he was young he's nice to say you never listen you never listen and I, I find myself constantly saying you never listen and for the man that wrote the book the power of words The Winner's mentality and then i got to realize that you know what he never listened but then I had to realise, what have you been speaking? You might think, the anointed man of God speaking those things over his children. No, you, well, you know, you're going to get a child that never listens. So you've got to learn to speak in line with what God wants, even over our children. You've got to be so careful, amen, to confess God's word over our children, affirm our children, amen. Speak life over our children. Amen. You are a man of God. Even when they're acting out of of line, doing things they shouldn't do. Amen. Hey, man of God. Amen. Hey, preacher, you got to speak God's word. Speak the word only. And and some people, they may say, oh, that's name it and claim it. Name it and claim it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. When when I go into the word of God, it's quite clear. Jesus himself said, and like I said, this is the scripture that started it off for me back in two thousand and seven whether you know my story or not i was going through the word of god and mark 11 20 23 and 24 exploded in my spirit and when i mean exploded and from there from reading that scripture every time i went to the bible all i saw was what people said what happened when they said it what were the effects who they said it to what was the cause and i just started writing 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 and this is how this book came about the power of words the winner's mentality and jesus said of concerning the fig tree jesus cursed the fig tree and it started dying at the root in the invisible so when we speak things are happening in the invisible realm makaraba santa things are happening in the invisible realm and the very next day less than 24 hours because the bible says in the morning as they passed by, they saw the tr- fig tree, not fig leaf, not fig branch, the fig tree. It was a tree that they saw dried up from the roots. That's the power of the words that you speak. Amen. It started invisible and it dried up from the root. And Peter calling to remember, save unto him, master. Behold, the fig tree which thou curse is withered away. And Jesus answering, save unto them, have faith in God, or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. These are the words of Jesus. These words are in red. You shall have whatsoever you saith. There is power in the words that you speak. The centurion told Jesus, Speak the word only. I'm telling you, speak the word only. There is power in the words that you speak.
1: The new book by author Kevin Treasure The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Out now consists of 21 chapters regarding the use, effects, benefits, and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us. Discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times. Discover the real power you possess with the words you speak. Discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life. No person desiring success should be without this book. This book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and e-book format. Order your copy today, priced at 9 dollars Available from www.keventreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903-940399. The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today.
0: Thank you for tuning in to The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.